Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 236 recorded live on Christmas Eve Eve, Friday, December 23rd, 2011. And here are your hosts, the man who isn't going anywhere this weekend, Dave Play. Hey! The man who once again is traveling along I-94, Andy Lowe. Hi. I, I thought we talked about this last year, the cold Christmas Eve Eve thing. I don't remember. Like, I don't remember what happened last week. I don't remember what we talked about a year ago. <sighs> well, I don't remember if we did, but if we didn't, then let's do the... I d- no, Christmas Eve Eve does not work. Why? This is the Eve of Christmas Eve. No, it's the Eve of the day before Christmas. The Eve immediately precedes the day. It does not immediately perceive the Eve. Well, what's the definition of Eve? Night. No. <laughs> I, love, uh, I search for Eve. I get Eve online. No. <laughs> no, wrong Eve. Christmas Eve is the, the night immediately before Christmas. No, I don't want Eve as in Adam and Eve. You are just striking out, aren't you? Yep. People, places, characters. Peace of Eden. You could def- you know, go to Google and hit define Eve, perhaps? That actually probably would be the easiest way to do this. Yes, yes it would. The day or period of time immediately before an event or occasion. Okay. So right now is the day or period of time immediately before the event, which is Christmas Eve. Except Christmas Eve is tomorrow night. And the time immediately before tomorrow night is tomorrow day. Well, no, all of... Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. No, Eve is evening. The evening or, oh yeah, okay, I went to dictionary.com and they said the evening or the day before a holiday, church festival, or any date or event. Okay, so. This is the the, uh, penultimate non-Christmas day? We were recording this at 7.10 p.m. Therefore, it is evening. No, 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 it's 6.10 over here. Okay, so the question now becomes... When do you define the difference between afternoon and evening? Morning and afternoon. How many stars can you see? Is are you going with the Jewish definition of you? Two stars. Two stars. (laughs) Two stars. Okay. And I could probably see two stars if I walked outside. There you go. But I'm inside, so I can't see any. And the curtains are down. And And I'm going to fight this tooth and nail. It is evening. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve, so therefore it is the eve of Christmas Eve. But tomorrow's not Christmas Eve. Yeah. Tomorrow evening is Christmas Eve. I wonder if there's a f- if Christmas Eve is listed as a federal holiday. It is not. I'm so sure it is not. Christmas Day, I believe, is a federal holiday. I can't imagine. It might be a national holiday, but not a federal one. I don't know if there's a difference between national and federal. Oh, sorry. New Year's Eve is all of Saturday, December 23rd. Okay. Well, then I don't know. Wait, Saturday, December what? What? Did you say Saturday, December 23rd? No, no. Saturday, December 31st is New Year's Eve. Yeah, I thought you said 23rd. I'm like, no. (laughs) Andy, are you feeling okay over there? I'm, I'm fine. Okay. I'm peachy keen. Are you peachy keen? Yes. Are you looking forward to driving two hours across Michigan in the snow? There is no snow. There's no snow? Damn you. We have snow. We, Not a lot, but we have snow. We got nothing. We have cold weather. We just have lots of people out today. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. No, I'm not looking at the radar. Why? 
Friday night, mostly cloudy with a chance of snow in the evening and snow showers after midnight. <laughs> so you didn't have snow. No. <laughs> when we're done recording, that could be a different story. Especially looking at the radar, there's a lot of green and blue over Lake Michigan right now. Yep, have fun with that. Oh, 30% chance of precipitation. <laughs> Yay. Woohoo! Well played, sir. So, I repeat my question. Are you looking forward to driving across the state in the snow? Well, we got the Jeep. It's got full-time four-wheel drive, so... Okay. Not bad. Not bad at all. Yep. That reminds me. I, I might be in the market for a new used car. <laughs> a new four-wheel drive vehicle? Uh, probably not four-wheel. But you're living in Wisconsin now. It's the same as living in Lansing. I'm at the same level of latitude. I'm not next to the lake, although I'm next to two much smaller lakes, and I'm right off the plains. But it really hasn't been that bad. Let's look at the Wolfram Alpha of Madison. Snowfall in Madison. Madison, Wisconsin. Are we really, with the list of topics we have, we're really wasting the time on this? No, no we're not. Should we move to topics then? Probably, because we have this, I mean, we can always come back to this. All right. At the end. Okay. Uh, so, some science stuff first? Sure. Solar cell paint? Yeah, this one I was kind of confused about, because I had done, in high school, a study of how solar cells work. I had to do that from electronics class. And so it was all was basically... Uh, it's excited electrons. Yeah, and it's a sandwich of materials between two, gla- two plates. Yeah. So somehow... Somebody created a paste of semiconducting nanoparticles and okay. put it, had a paste that you can just paint, paint with, like, a brush. A paintbrush. Onto some sort of conductive material and... Like a wire? Yeah. Okay. And then what? Um, there are, quote-unquote, quantum dots inside this paint, which will somehow absorb the photons with the right energy and some sort of cadmium compound... It gets into a lot of the sciencey stuff, but somehow it works. Whoa, that's kind of cool. Oh, in fact, that leads me to another topic. I need to find it again. I didn't think it was really post-worthy, but now that we're talking about solar cells, have they gotten them to be more, like, I recall at one point it cost more energy to produce them than they produced in their lifetime. The efficiencies of silicon cells right now, I think, are topping 15%, and um, those are the cheapest ones to make at the moment, are the silicon cells. Okay, well, so here's the thing, though, is this a new solar cell which gives 110% efficiency. What? That's not, no, that's not possible. Well, a special design by the team utilized, damn advert, quantum dot nanocrystals. Hey, look at that. <laughs> Uh, and it produces the new NREL sh- uh, cell shatters the quantum efficiencies of previous designs, posting a peak external efficiency of 114 plus or minus 1%. What? You're, you're well, hey, this, is, this is quantum efficiency, though. This is not regular overall conversion efficiency. Oh, not light to electricity efficiency? I guess so. Which is what the standard measurement is? No, wait. Quantum efficiency... It's the measure of how many electrons come out for every photon that goes in. Okay, so what's its light to electricity efficiency? Well, that would be the light to electricity, Andy. Photon is light. Electrons are electricity. That, that seems ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> 
I'm I'm smelling something stinky coming from that article, but it's it's not just one article. Really? Yes, really. I will post the first article that came up when I did the search, but right. it is it is significantly more than just the one. It was on Gawker Press as well. So I picked something from the Chemical and Engineering News, and you picked something from Gawker. Well, as I said, it's all over the place. It's not just Gawker. You hurry up and post it, though, so I can read it's it. It's posted. It's posted. All right. It's also on fizzorg.com. <laughs> I like the idea of the solar paint, though. That's pretty cool. Because you can just take any material that has some sort of conductor on it, paint on it, put a covering over it, and boom, you have a solar cell. I wonder if, like, the paints are... Can you mix them? I, I don't know. Would, would If I had a red and a blue, could I make purple paint? Ah, here we go. Overall, this could grant up to a 35% efficiency gain versus today's standard silicon cells. Yes. So standard cells are 15 to... Or what, 10 to 15 is what I said? Yeah, but that was how many years ago? No, current silicon cells right now are at a 10 to 15%. All right. This quantum thing that you said that was 110%, uh, 35% efficiency gain versus 15%. So the question is, do they mean 45% or 50%? Do they mean In either case, it's still pretty badass. Yeah. Really, they have a picture of Tim Tebow. They have many pictures on the site, including Star Trek. And I think what ends up being your quantum solar paint. I don't know. It seems weird to open up a scientific article and see a picture of a football player on there. Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. I'll grant you that. And an ad for DDR3 memory right below that. (laughs) So speaking of memory. Uh Uh-oh. Vita. Yep, Sony Vita. It's out. It's live. Ooh, is it the Sony Vita or the PlayStation Vita? The, it's the PS Vita. No, PlayStation Vita. Vita, like Vitality. Anyway. I assume. Um, it has priority. Did they ever say their naming for that? Okay, anyways, yes. No matter what it is, it's got prior, uh, proprietary memory. Yeah, that, Andy, Andy. Well, I know, it's a Sony project. It. There you go. But still, it's not any of the Sony proprietary ones. This is a brand new proprietary memory. So it's a Sony proprietary memory. Yes. Okay. We're, who's surprised? Raise your hand. I'm not surprised. There you go. Huh. A Sony product uses Sony memory and only Sony memory. Who saw that one? So um, it's not required for games, but it's quote unquote not required for games. Yeah, like in the same way that a battery isn't required for games. I suppose you could always just plug it into the wall. Or the fact that a hard drive is not required for most Xbox games. Yep. Even though, you know, you probably are going to need a hard drive. Yeah. But the uh, prices for these things, 32 gigabyte card, $100. Yeah. You can buy, what, a 32 gigabyte SD card for about, what, 32 bucks? Oh, no, it's more than that. <laughs> I just got a 32 gig flash drive for like 25 bucks. Let's see. 32 the 32 gig, gig micro SD card yeah, 32 is going to run you like 50 bucks. And Amazon.com says? I've got one on Newegg for $30 free shipping. I'm not buying on Newegg. What does Amazon say? <laughs> just because you had one bad? No, not just. When, ha- when I had just one bad, I went back. When I had two bad, I went back. No, not going back to Newegg anymore. See, I've never had any problems. We got We've relevance. talked about this. I know. You just have horrible, horrible luck. Yeah. No, I don't want two gigabytes. I typed in 32 gigabytes for a reason. Two gigabytes, $5. <laughs> 
Uh, SanDisk adapter. No, I don't want that. Eight gig. Speaking of luck, by the way, I started a Fallout New Vegas game. I gave myself 10 luck. Holy crap, so many crits. 10 luck is the way to play. All right, here we go. SanDisk, 32 gigabyte micro SDHC flash card, 31.98. Okay, 32 bucks. Good call. I, I seed this to you. Congratulations. Well done. But it still doesn't go by the point that, oh. Sony's charging three times the price. Yes. Yeah. Which is not new. It's just, once again. So, you know, the Vita comes in at like 250 I think it was. Something like that. Plus the memory card, plus the games. <laughs> There's also a, a bigger list of accessories, too, if you wanted to go down that. No, nah, I'm good. Okay. I, I'm not getting one, so I'm good. Yeah, I'm not getting one either. Granted, I like the innovation on the actual device. The idea of this rear touchscreen, or touchpad, I guess, it's not really a screen. I like that. I think it's very well done. God, I feel so old-fashioned. Why? But I like buttons. <sighs> grow up. <laughs> I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. There's a million toys at Toys R Us that I can play with. From, from bikes, bikes to, to planes to video games. Greatest toy store there is. I thought it was trains, not planes. Uh, might have been trains. Who buys trains? Old men with trains. <laughs> Besides Sheldon Cooper, who buys trains? I don't know. So, yeah. Okay, so Sony's screwing their customers. Yep. yep. I was wondering when that was going to happen. It's been a while. So also, along the lines of Sony screwing people, remember when they said that you weren't allowed to sue anybody? Class action lawsuit? Yeah, yada, someone's yada, yada. suing them about that. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> Sony screwed up the suit. I'm not sure how far he's going to get. but I don't know, but it's really, like, it, if anything, it'll actually bring it forward in politicians' minds, and maybe they'll actually stop it. I'm sorry, but the only thing politicians are caring right about now is SOPA. No, that's not what they're caring about, Andy. Oh, yeah, the payroll tax. Yeah, <laughs> like a 40%. <laughs> some, like, ridiculously high payroll tax that they're, they're a little worried about. It's so funny watching the politics argue over a million dollars here and a couple million dollars here. Yeah, but, you know, as the saying goes, million here, million there, soon you're talking real money. And then you look at the actual U.S. budget. Like, how many trillions do we have? A year? Really? It's always those YouTube videos where somebody gets a whole bunch of pennies, and they put them out on the table, and you're like, holy cow. Yep. That's a lot of pennies. Yep. <sighs> so um, there's a thing on here about... Okay, so Sony's getting sued. Yes. Because they said you can't sue them, and that's anti-consumerist. Yes. And we're very much a society of consumers. Yes. And the guy who's filing it is Northern California, so it might actually yeah, have... that could hit the Ninth Circuit. Yep. That would, yeah, that, that could go on. I mean, it'll take it like a couple of years. Yeah. But like it could always. go on. Okay. SOPA, however, is as you tried to segue to <laughs> and failed. Uh, did we talk about this? Yeah, the we Stop talked Online to... Privacy Act? Yes, because we said call your state senator. I'm like, I don't even know who my state senator is anymore. Dingle. No. First off, that was my state representative. You're right. You're in Wisconsin now. Second off, I'm not there anymore. <laughs> I think Feingold is Wisconsin. Who's my senator.com? Let's see. Nope. That would have been a great website. Does somebody have it at the moment? No. It's empty. Hmm. Senators of the 112. Ron Johnson and Herb Cole. Ron and Herb. Okay. So, anyway, yeah. Um, 
the House Judiciary Committee has released a PDF that lists all of the 142 companies and organizations that actually support SOPA. Why would they release that? Most likely because somebody asked them to. Probably Freedom of Information or something. Well, here's the really funny thing, Andy. What? The link on their website on game politics is broken. No, it's not. I just opened it. Judiciary.house.gov slash issues slash rogue websites slash SOPA supporters.pdf. Yep. System cannot find the file specified. I've got it open. I literally just opened it. Well, maybe if I hit save link as. Okay, it's just that Chrome doesn't know how to open PDFs. Oh! Point for Firefox. And by Firefox, I mean Foxit. (laughs) Yeah, because I have Foxit. Foxit, failed to extract package. Hmm. Hmm. Foxit is not happy. Format error, not a PDF or corrupted. Well, I don't know what's going on with you, but I got it open. Okay. So you you can expect things, you know, like ABC, BMI, CBS, Mm -hmm. Comcast, NBC Universal, that sort of stuff. Yeah, the telcos. Yeah. Okay. But you've also, and, you know, you've got the music industry people as well. Yeah. Which we'll get to later, but go on. We have also other things, like the Fraternal Order of Police and GoDaddy. Oh, GoDaddy's gotten in in a little bit of trouble for that. (laughs) The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers? The International Brotherhood of Teamsters? The International... What's really interesting to me is that it's the International Brotherhood of... It's not the IEW. It's not the Teamsters Union. I thought that's what the Teamsters Union is, is the technically called the International Brotherhood of Teamsters. Oh... Teamster Union. Okay, that one is the International Brotherhood of Teamsters. But the the electrical workers, it's like the IEW, isn't it? <laughs> I, uh, International Education Week. I don't know. Excellence in writing. I... Electrical Union. Well, maybe it's not the IEW. Dave is failing I-B-E-W? on all counts. International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. Huh. And wow, Dave... this is not my day. <laughs> and I taught today, too. You, you might want to offer a re- no, probably offer a well, refund. They bad. were all internal, so what? I'm gonna give them their time back now. Major county sheriffs, major league baseball, major league baseball supports SOPA. Yep, of course they do. They don't want their games to get online. McGraw Hill Education, Mastercard. All right, Mastercard is just <laughs> weird, but they want the fees from people buying stuff online. I guess I don't know. National Center for Victims of Crime. What? It, yeah, I I don't know. It's some of these. Yeah, things. well, you know, there's all these companies for it. Do you know who's against it? Everyone else. Pfizer, Revlon. What the hell does Pfizer have to do with this? I don't know, but I'm saying that there's money backing SOPA, like probably millions at this point. Yeah, well, these guys, I, I give up. I don't know. GoDaddy, it's... however. <laughs> GoDaddy people... has gotten into a lot of trouble today about this. Uh, to the point of December 29th is now the official... Mass exodus from GoDaddy. Um, Dave. Yeah? <laughs> Technically, RAPodcast.com is um, registered Not under... Posted, oh, dot .com. Dot .com. Okay, well, Andy, it's time to move it. All right, find me a place to move it to. Name cheap. All right. It's 10 bucks a year. <clears throat> yeah, uh, do that on the 29th, please. On December 29th? Yep. All right. Yeah. Uh, the, the guy, Ben Huh, I think is his name. Oh, transfer your domains to us for four ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. So ICANN has Cheeseburger. Yes. Right? Yes. Huge network of sites. Yes. Fail blog and the whole nine yards. Huge network of sites. 
literally a thousand domains. Holy cow. He is going to move off. They are hosted right now on GoDaddy. And he's going to move them off if GoDaddy doesn't back off the support of SOPA. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Thousand domains. And so he's kind of spearheading this. And so everyone's encouraged. If you are on GoDaddy, find an alternative. All right. Well, December 29th, we're going to move .com. And what's really funny is some of the reasons GoDaddy is published for supporting this. Oh. Things like protecting wholesomeness. <laughs> Have you seen the GoDaddy commercials? <sighs> Ridiculous. Like protecting the interests of American manufacturers? I don't know. It's... These are websites. No. So, yeah. Get off GoDaddy. All right. I'll have to remember to do that. you got to <laughs> remind me to do that. Uh, okay. I'll see what I can do. So, Warner Brothers is getting sued for copyright. Really? Infringement. On whom? Louis Vuitton. Who? Louis Vuitton. Who? The luxury bag manufacturer, luggage manufacturer. Okay. Okay. Why are they suing Warner Brothers? Um, so remember how the the fact that there was that tattoo thing where the Warner Brothers was getting sued because they didn't actually hold the copyright to the tattoo no. on Mike Tyson's face? No. We talked about it. I remember oh. it. So okay. I didn't know about it until we talked about it. Okay. So in Hangover 2, there's a scene where um, Alan is carrying luggage marked LVM and warns another character, careful, that is, this is a Louis Vuitton. Yeah. It's not actually a Louis Vuitton. Okay. And it's, so Louis Vuitton is suing Warner Brothers? Yes, because they're claiming it's a Louis Vuitton, even though it's not an actual Louis Vuitton. I, what are they suing for? Copyright? Or counterfeit? Um, I think they're getting sued because they told Warner Brothers not to use the fake handbag. Did they offer them a real one? I don't know. Or did they say, no, if you want to use our name, you have to buy our product? Probably the second. I I mean, if nothing else, they're being idiots. It's free advertising. But it's not an actual Louis Vuitton product. I could go with a glass of water and be like, does anyone want some of my Coke? And I do not expect Coca-Cola to sue me. It's... It's quite silly, which is why I brought it up. Yeah, it's... Ah. <laughs> Louis Vuitton, a luxury bag manufacturer, is suing Warner Brothers over the misuse of something that was not actually one of their bags. Yeah. Oh. I'm not sure. I hope this suit falls. I really hope that this falls and that Louis Vuitton has to pay extraordinary amounts of legal fees. Which they will just pass on to their next person who buys a $30,000 yeah. luggage set. Yeah. Wow. A lot of suits going on. Yep. Warner Brothers got sued. Sony got sued. Facebook is suing Mark Zuckerberg, which we talked about. Yep. yep. Is anyone else getting sued? Um, Apple is sort of suing uh htc well that actually got approved yeah so we should probably talk about that yeah apple has been patent trolling yep and has been awarded some patents that is bad news for android (laughs) because um the international trade commission ruled on monday that htc uh is violating one of those patents and it has ordered an import ban on some of the htc phones starting next april first up wait import ban aren't that where are these phones being made well where did my phone come from htc is taiwanese okay so my phone came from taiwan yes just double checking i'm I'm not sure okay no no your phone did come from taiwan yes our and in fact our phones the g2 is on this list oh really yes the g2 is part of this line that htc can no longer sell in the u.s so you know what's interesting about this 
the I finally had to actually like hunt down to figure out there were two points on one Apple patent. There was a Apple just threw like every patent against the wall. Yeah. Saying, Hey, look at all the stuff that HTC is doing and slowly everything just fell apart except for Two points. Two points on one patent. Do you know Which what the two patent? <laughs> it has to do with uh, basically to sum it up, having the ability oh, to pull it's the pattern recognizing. Pull like a phone number or an address from an email and doing something with it. I.e., if you pull a phone number from your email, being able to call that phone number. Right. It's like when I browse through the email and I see a phone number, I can click on it and call the person. Yes. Yeah, it's pattern recognition. That's it. Yeah, that's the patent that was awarded to Apple, <laughs> which is really, really stupid. Yep. <laughs> which is now blocking probably millions of dollars worth of electronics from coming to the U.S. Yep. Just because Apple said, no, 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 we're the only people who are able to, you know, look at a phone number in an email and be able to do something with it. Which, I look at my Gmail all the time, all, especially with the holiday shopping. You get that email from Amazon saying, hey, your stuff is shipped. And you get that thing on the right side saying, oh, we found this tracking number inside that email. Would you like yeah, to... Yeah, do you want to... You could... And in fact, you've been able to search a tracking number... For years, yeah. and it just pops it up on UPS. So just because it's a phone, then it's Apple's domain. Yeah. Well, Google might actually, since Apple's going after Android with this, Google might be able to show prior usage. Because that, that's an easy thing to show. It'd be like, look. Right, like, look, we've been doing this for years, <laughs> well before they patent it. Yeah. God, I just can't believe that all those phones are stopped just because of that one thing. And yep. HTC well, said, HTC has already said, yeah, we're working on... Uh, not only are we working on, but that they almost have finished. <laughs> which means they knew they were going to lose this. Yeah. And they've just been getting ready for it. Which is kind of sad. But, oh my goodness. That's... But at the same time, like I fully expect Google will step in and try and fight it. Well, of course. And say, so, like, you have got to be fucking kidding us. So... Let's see. Uh, Apple Firefox. They did it. (laughs) That was an odd transition, but okay. I know. But they did it. Yeah. I am currently browsing on Firefox 9. I can't believe it. We'd have Firefox 9 out by the end of 2011. And with two weeks to go, keep in mind, we started 2011 with Firefox 5. (laughs) Right? It was 5 at the beginning of 2011. Yeah. And then they're like, six came out. Oh, and by the way, seven's in beta. Seven comes out, eight's in beta. Eight is out, nine's in beta. Nine's out. Do they have ten in beta? I don't know. I haven't been to... I used to, you know, go along with... God, I can't believe Firefox 3 was released June 17th, 2008. Yep, making up for lost time. Firefox 1 went live 2004. (laughs) And now they are at Firefox Nine. nine. So what features are in Firefox 9, Andy? Um, <laughs> what amazing new improvements do we have? Some stuff with HTML5, some memory leak stuff. Um, there's a lot of actual problems that they had to actually patch. <laughs> <laughs> problems? How, what? Where could problems sneak into a development cycle that's all of three months long? <laughs> but yeah, less than one day after they released Firefox 9, they released Firefox 9.0.1. <laughs> Oops. Hey guys, this is what we had at last minute that we forgot to finish. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, not only was that, they had to release a fix that was causing the Mac version to crash constantly. So, so what did they ship? Windows? <laughs> oh. Ba-doom-tsh. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get an angry email on that one again. Not from me. No, no, not from you. From the listeners. So. Okay. Silent updates are now expected in Firefox 12. Firefox 12 is due in April. 
of next year. That's four months. So I was wrong about a three-month development cycle. <laughs> so one-month development cycle. <laughs> How? I don't know. Like, How can these changes be meaningful at that point? It's like the Firefox version numbers don't mean anything anymore. Like when you went from Firefox 2 to Firefox 3, there was a It was whole a different... huge jump. Yeah. Like it was amazing the stuff they had put in and the changes that they made. And tabs. They started yeah. out with tabs and then everybody went to tabs. Well, I think Opera actually started with tabs. Oh, Linux okay. has had tab browsing for a while. Yeah. But Firefox brought it to Windows in the mainstream. Yes. But so they're expecting Firefox 12 in April. The, the version numbers don't matter anymore. It's just whatever. No. There's a Firefox update basically yeah. every month. Just look at it like that. Yeah, because I'm not oh. seeing like a major... Yeah, although you know what's, uh, what should be coming out probably in the next two weeks or so. What? Cyanogen 9. Ooh. I'm excited for that. I love how Samsung literally sent the Cyanogen team a couple of the Galaxy S2. Really? They sent them like, Cyanogen. Like, hey you might want these. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Samsung's like, ah, people are using Cyanogen. You know, let's just yeah, send them a couple of phones so they can make sure to get it right. That's awesome. Yeah, props to Samsung on that. And I think I have a, either a scratch or a dead pixel on my laptop. Nope, oh, nope, no. it's a hair. It's a hair. <laughs> it's just a hair. It's a hair. It's okay. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. We're fine. All good. So the AT&T T-Mobile deal, mm-hmm. speaking of phones, is dead, gone. Officially, this is the end-all, be-all. There will be no more AT&T, T-Mobile merger plans because For AT&T now. finally pulled out. Yeah. And when they pulled out, they were they were a little snarky. They pulled out and they were bloody, but go on. I was going to say snarky, but bloody okay. also works. Yeah. Well, I, a- yeah. Okay. Anyways, moving on from that metaphor. The actions by the Federal Communications Commission and the Department of Justice to block this transaction do not change the realities of the U.S. wireless industry. It is one of the most fiercely competitive industries in the world, with a mounting need for more spectrum that is not diminished and must be addressed immediately. The AT&T and T-Mobile USA combination would have offered an interim solution to the spectrum shortage. The absence of such steps to customers will be harmed and need and needed investment will be stifled. Right. Sure. Like, well, fine then. We don't like you anyway. Right. I mean, that's really what it is. I I think I... It took me a while, but after listening... There's, a, there's one show on C-SPAN that I actually... I, I don't say watch, but I listen to because they put out a podcast now of it every week mm-hmm. called The Communicators. So it's C-SPAN. So you're actually like interviewing pol- either like politicians or people that have to do with political issues like the T- AT&T T-Mobile merger. Yeah. And so I was catching up on that and has actually figured out why AT&T was doing this because T-Mobile had the, the spectrum shortage is more of an urban issue. Out in the rural area, there's nobody out there, no, no spectrum to use up. But T-Mobile had started out being an urban telephone company and AT&T hadn't. So AT&T's like, oh, they've already got the urban infrastructure that we need. So that's what they were going for. Is the urban infrastructure. Yes. Okay. But it doesn't matter anymore because the whole thing is dead. Yeah. And T-Mobile makes out like bandits. Oh my god, does T-Mobile make out. That, like, they got insane on this. And not just T-Mobile, Deutsche Telekom did really well. Well, that's who owns T-Mobile. Yes and no. What do you mean, yes and no? I mean, yes and no. Deutsche Telekom does own T-Mobile, yes. Deutsche Telekom doesn't want to own T-Mobile. No, no, they don't. Like, please, will someone get rid of this for us? They've been saying that for a while. They said, you know, we're we're done with this U.S. phone business. Yeah, like, this just isn't working out. 
So Deutsche Telekom is going to get all of the $3 billion in cash. Not T-Mobile, but Deutsche Telekom is. So I don't know what that means for T-Mobile. Well, T-Mobile doesn't go home empty-handed. No, they're going to get a lot of Spectrum. T-Mobile is getting an incredible amount of Spectrum. 12 of the top 20 markets in the U.S., they're getting extra spectrum. And they're going to get a wonderful roaming agreement with AT&T. Yep. Which means they're just going to expand their coverage oh yep. so much more. Oh, my God. I might actually get coverage in northern Michigan. Oh, my God. We might actually get coverage in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> no. I Come don't know. On. No, no. Be realistic. I, when uh, we were driving over there in the van with Marshall, mm-hmm. he had... Um, decent 3G coverage all the way through Montana on his AT&T phone. Really? Yeah. Huh. All the rest of us at the time, you know, were just, what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I got this voicemail message from three hours ago because we didn't have service. <laughs> Oops. Oh, my phone's dead because it's trying to hunt down every single cell tower in the state of Montana, and it just burned through the battery. But, oh, that might actually be good. Granted... I'm not in Montana, so... But there's even there's even spots out here where I don't get service, which seems r- very ridiculous. A little bit, yes. All right, Dave. Name the top Facebook game of this year. Farmville? Wrong. What is it? Game I have never heard of. <laughs> okay. Gardens of Time. Yeah, I've never heard of that either. Yeah, never heard of it either. Zanga, though, has four out of the top ten. Jesus... Gardens of Times is first. I don't know what the hell that is. Mm-hmm. The Sims Social came out of nowhere this year. Cityville is third. Double Down Casino is fourth. Adventure World, which is Zanga, is fifth. Words with Friends, Zanga is sixth. Bingo Blitz is seventh. Empires and Allies, which is Which is Axis and Allies. But it's Zanga. Okay. Is eighth. Slot, Slotomania Slot Machines is ninth. And Diamond Dash is tenth. Woo. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that Farmville was not number one, but I guess no one wants their farm anymore. No. Nope. All these poor farms, <laughs> they're going to all be, like, dilapidated. How very much like the actual U.S. farm industry. <laughs> well, I just don't understand the fact, well, there's probably some reason, but the reason we're paying farmers not to grow certain crops. Because we're trying to help control the prices. Oh. This is money that they would, in theory, make. But they'd also, like, bad things would happen, I guess. I, I'm not entirely sure, but... I don't know, but we're there's a lot them, of corn. We're paying, right, and we're paying them to not use the land, because it would go to waste, and it would drive down prices. Mm. And while you might think driving down prices is a good thing, driving them down that much for the farmers wouldn't. No, that'd be bad. Plus all the water usage and everything for growing the crops. Right. Yeah. So mm. it's more end-of-the-year stuff. The top videos on YouTube this year. Rebecca Black. Or Rachel Black, whatever her name is. No, Rebecca Black, yeah, was Rebecca number Black. one. Friday, Friday. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's the goddamn trainers. What? One of the teams of trainers. The ones oh, that, yeah, the, the Friday stuff. Yeah, yeah. The Game Boy cover version of Friday. I liked the Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon version. I'm I'm good. Thank you. No, I know. What's really funny is, though, because this was on uh, Jimmy Fallon. He posted a QR code on there. So you had to, you know, freeze frame it and get it just right to get the QR code to work. Okay. Sent you to an online video where he showed up. Oh, yeah, you probably are here because you saw this. And he holds up a QR code. Well, what's funny is, though, is the QR code he's holding up in the video is not the same one that he held up before. And it actually... it's a different link. Yeah, so it's like... 
oh, you got to our little Easter egg with the QR code. And then you click the QR code in that one, and it sends you to another video. And he's like, oh, you got us the Easter egg inside the Easter egg. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. He's like, I don't know what we're going to do, but we thought it was kind of funny to see if anybody would actually come and follow it this far. Um, yeah, I probably would have. Here, here's my office. He's like showing his office. He's like, Let's, uh, I'll show you something. I'm not sure what we got. But Is there a QR code hidden somewhere in his office? No, unfortunately. It, it ended after two, but still. Oh, man. I don't know, Andy. I just uh, What's the minimum number of dots needed in a QR code? I don't know. Because if you can do one in an 8x8 eight eight grid, I could picture doing a chessboard with a QR code where the pieces on the board make up a QR code. I don't think you can. I think it's got to be, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Yeah, it's got to be at least 16, 16 by 16. I don't know. Because the square within a square, Yeah. right? You've got the two of those plus space between them plus... Damn. Well, there goes the chess. You could still do it with chess pieces. You just have to have a lot of them. Checkers pieces. That would work, too. Mm. But, like, you just have that on a table in a video, and that's the Easter egg. (laughs) Or, you know, you could create a level in Defense Grid. That's a QR code. Yep. Oh, God, that level. (laughs) That level was such a pain in the ass. Or, or, are you ready? You could take one pixel that's on a wall, and it's the same color as the rest of the wall, and that one pixel is the only thing you can carry if you pick it up, and you have to walk through the entire game carrying it and put it into a one-pixel hole somewhere else that's the same color as its background. Are you talking about adventure? I am talking about adventure. (laughs) Okay. Just making sure. Good job. <laughs> so, YouTube posted their hey, check out the like their rewind the top whatever. Yeah, but they okay. have a YouTube channel called called YouTube Rewind the Year Review. Yeah. Guess who's hosting? Jimmy Fallon? No. Rebecca Black. Yes. Oh god, no. I was joking. <laughs> nope, Rebecca Black is hosting the YouTube Year Review channel. Oh, no. Side note, I don't haven't seen actually most of these videos. Yeah, don't, don't. There's something about a dog. There's well, okay, the Rebecca Black video I did. Have you seen Dead watch. Squirrel Girl? No. Look it up after this. Yeah, let's see. Jack Sparrow featuring Michael Bolton. That was an SNL. That was thing. a good one. That was a good one. Nine Cat. I've never actually seen any of the Nine Cat. I just know it's a Pop Tart. Cat. Whatever. It's a Pop Tart. No, it's not it's stupid. It's not Nine Cat. It's the sound a cat makes. It's Nian. It's stupid. It's a Pop Tart. No, it's also a donut. It's a bagel. It's a piece of toast. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of them that are flags. I love how the Force Volkswagen Super Bowl commercial is one of the top ten viewed. See, so there's Rebecca Black, which is a music video, Talking Dog, Jack Sparrow, which is a music video, Talking Babies, Nyan Cat, whatever it is. Yeah, that's much better. Look at me now as a music video. The creep is a well music video. Maya, Maria Aragon is a music video. The force is an ad, and Cat Mom hugs baby kitten. Aww. So I gotta go look at that one. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six out of the top ten most viewed videos, videos that are not from major music labels. And the music industry wonders what's happening to their profits. <laughs> it's not piracy, guys. Most watched videos from music labels are, you know, Pitbull, Katy Perry, Jennifer Lopez. Yep. And Party Rock Anthem. 
Oh, so, funny gosh. story about the music labels. Yeah. And the RIAA in particular. Okay. For a company that's pretty hardcore about going after people for illegally downloading, they evidently don't police their own employees very well. Um, someone watched some of the torrent traffic and noticed that the IP address was the RIAA and worked it out. And whoever it was from the internal network downloaded according to the RIAA standards, $9 million worth of songs. Sorry, not songs, TV shows. Because they downloaded an entire full season of Dexter? Yeah. Oh, sorry, all of the seasons of Dexter, so 60 episodes, <laughs> $150,000 each according to what the RIAA... Their, their kind of standard of suit. <laughs> yeah. $9 million. Oh, related story. GoDaddy changes his mind on supporting that evil SOPA legislation? Yeah, I'm still saying we should get ourselves off of there. Well, of course, yeah, because it's GoDaddy anyway. Yeah, why are you even on GoDaddy? Because that was the only place that was letting me get the website at the but, time. Okay. They were in, they were holding it internally, so I had oh, to buy right, it. Oh, right, because we, we, we bought it off the squatters. Yeah. Right. Okay, well, now that we own it, let's get it off GoDaddy. <laughs> Yeah, I like almost just, let a bunch of my domains expire. I think I still have andylo.com. I hope so. I still need to update it. Yeah. I haven't updated it since I created Yep, it's still mine. I haven't done anything with it. I need okay. to do something with that. <laughs> what can I do with andylo.com? Oh, did you uh, see, I think it's newtgingrich.com? was actually bought by a Democratic yep. super PAC. Because newt.org is what he was using for his campaign. And they never bothered to actually buy NewtGingrich.com. It's a stupid move on his part. Oops. I really... Yeah. No, not as bad I as find Rick this... Santoro. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Poor guy. So this is what I don't understand. So Herman Cain basically had a falling out with the Republican Party due to his alleged extramarital Hill affairs and stuff like that, right? Yeah, Newt Gingrich did that like five... Well, not five. What, like 10 years ago? 12 years yeah. ago? Cheated on... Two of his Two three wives. wives? Right. So yeah. in ten years, we can look for Herman Cain. <laughs> It'll be the 1919 plan. Boo. That was bad. Yeah, well, so was his 999 plan. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so IBM is predicting things. Okay. It seems for the past uh, five years, they've actually been coming up with a list of innovations of what the world's going to be like in five years. Yeah. Did so they, so their one from five years ago is now just hitting? Yeah. So just in case you're – well, let's go with the current ones. The current ones that are, say, people power is going to come to life, i.e. we're going to wear shoes that can harness our energy and charge our iPods from us walking. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've got powered bras now. Which is a little weird. But anyway – um, biometrics means there's going to be no need for passwords anymore. Okay. Retinal uh, scans everywhere. Yeah. The brain, uh, links to your brain that can control devices, i.e. that the mind Jedi, controlled. whatever. Yeah. That Jedi game, the, the guy who could control his TV with his brain. Yep. The digital divide will cease to exist. What? Everyone will be connected? Yeah. Which I Not really doubt that. Years. Not yeah. five years. Junk mail will become priority mail. This one I read and was like, uh... But the ads are going to be so specific, you're actually going to look forward to your junk mail. Uh-uh. No. I don't care how specific my ads are. Junk mail is junk mail. For example, the technology will proactively reserve tickets to your favorite band's concert when your calendar shows you're free. No, no, not no. doing that. No. Not doing anything that can charge me without me knowing about it. Yeah. So, 2006, looking back, they won from five years ago. 
We will be able to access healthcare remotely just from about anywhere in the world. Ha! Um, depends on what they mean by access healthcare. <laughs> but that, that's actually kind of accurate. What? Well, uh, it, certainly at uh, certain companies' systems, you can <laughs> access it pretty much wherever you're at. I suppose that you're actually working at a healthcare. Industry. Yeah, we, we've got two products. Um, one's called Hi, Haiku, Haiku, basically, and the other's Canto. One's for the iPhone, the other's for the iPad, and it's for physicians to access the files wherever they're at. Oh, real-time speech tra- uh, translation. Uh, we're getting close. Yeah, Google Translate. I don't know if it's real-time yet, but it's really damn close. It's got the cloud access where you could speak into the phone. It will translate into another language, so you could have like a go between. Yeah, you just hold that phone up. You speak your thing. It speaks out in their language. You hold the button. They record in their language. It comes out in English. Mm-hmm. That's pretty close. There will be a three D internet. There'll be a what? Three D internet. What the hell does that even mean? I don't know. I this, I don't have the article from three D internet. That's what they predicted in two thousand six. Like you're diving into the net. I like. Okay, go on. We're gonna put that one as no because we don't know what it even means. And 3D is well. Granted, some of the 3D stuff is good. Some of the 3D I, you know, I have a feeling that was one of those things. Like, dude, dude, 3D internet. Whoa, man. Okay, so that was just a no because what the fuck does it even mean? Well, when did the when did Avatar come out? 2010. Okay, I think that was really yeah, like because it was up for the Oscars this January. 2009. Avatar. Yeah, 2009. Oh, okay. I thought it was up for the Oscars this year. Nope. Okay. Oh, it's almost Oscar season. Yep. Golden Globe Ooh. stuff is out. All right. Yeah, because the main. So, what that was that the five? Well, no, there's one more, but I'm just thinking because 2003. Back to the was, five. All right. Go on. Our mobile phones will start to read our minds. They're pretty damn close. Yeah, Siri scares the hell out of me from some of the stuff that I've seen. Oh, Siri's nothing. I know. Did you hear what um, Google's calling their Siri, official Siri? Are they calling it Iris? Please tell me they're calling it Iris. No. Damn. Um, Shoot. Gene Roddenberry's wife. Oh, yes. Shit starts with an M. I know. I just, I read it too, and I'm like, oh. What was her name? Because she's the voice of the computer from Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah, except I don't remember her name now. Damn it. One second, Star Trek computer voice. Majel. Majel? Majel? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Pronunciation guide, go! There is none. She was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, cool. So yeah, those are IBM's five years ago. Yeah. Okay, so real quick. Number one was... I already closed the link. (laughs) (laughs) Number one was... Healthcare. Healthcare. That's a sort of. Yeah. They're close on that. We'll call it, we'll give it that, depending on what they mean by healthcare is accessible. Number two. Hold on, I'm still trying to get the <laughs> the link. Where is it? IBM. There we go. IBM, five innovations. Da, 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 da. Past five. Scroll down. You are failure. I hope Real-time speed transition. Translation. Okay, close, but not yep. there. 3D internet? No. No. Uh, technologies the size of a few atoms will address areas of environmental importance. Okay, so you skipped that one when we were going in the list. Yeah, we did. Sorry. <laughs> I was so thrown off by the 3D internet that I yeah, didn't know what was going on. Yeah, you just ignored the fourth prediction. <laughs> it threw me for such a loop that I just this, completely this skipped over number four. This is how nations fall, Andy. This is how nations fall. <laughs> <laughs> step one. Step two. Step four. What? Three, sir. <laughs> Three. Step five, profit. Yes. 
Okay, so uh, so go on the fourth one again. What was this? Technologies the size of a few atoms will address areas of environmental importance. <laughs> well, there's this new solar paint. <laughs> and these crazy quantum dots. Yeah. I'll give it a maybe. So three maybes and two no's? Yeah. Because the last one was a no, right? Yeah. Okay. Mobile phones are not reading our minds. No. Three maybes and two no's. So if they'd made this a 10-year prediction, they would have been fantastic. Yes. But we'll see where in five years. With the, well, we'll see next year if the next ones are coming true or not. Mm-hmm. We get to do this every year. It'll be yep. fantastic. All right. So what else do we got going on? The random topic because we're running out of time. Just very quickly, this is the last year for Microsoft at CES. Didn't Microsoft found CES? I don't know, but they were the keynote for years and years yeah, and years. Yeah, they the keynote forever. Well, this is the last year. Okay. They're also giving up their booth space in the center of CES. This year or Next period? year. Okay. After this year, the next one that's coming up next month, then it's Finite. Okay. Wow. I know. Kind of surprising. Not really. No? What do they show at CES? They're surrounded by people going, oh, look at our TVs. <laughs> They show What's Microsoft off, going to show? The Zune? They show off new versions of Windows. Yeah, they how Microsoft Windows connects with everything else. They can do that whenever they want. Yeah, it seems the, to be the idea of the trade show as it stands is falling apart. Yeah, because now it's you have things like BlizzCon, which is run by Blizzard, right? And only Blizzard. They do their own trade show. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I'm Cave Johnson. I <laughs> best voiceover of 2011. Uh, not according to the Spike VGAs. Oh, what'd they say? I don't remember who won. It wasn't Wheatley. Oh, no, it was. The best voice actor was Wheatley and Gladys. Okay. But not Cave Johnson. We'll, we'll just say Portal 2, best voiceovers. Yeah, which is too bad, because Mark Hamill really should have won. Oh, God, I really want to talk about the end of Batman, but I can't. Don't, don't, yeah. no, 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 no. Anyways, review? Yes. So, um, what are we reviewing, Andy? Normally we review a game that's on Steam, but this time we're reviewing Steam. Steam itself? Yes. The product of heated water? No. Oh. Valve's online distribution system, which is basically now synonymous with... PC gaming. PC gaming. Yes, there are others out there, especially EEA trying to push Origin on everybody. And GameStop pushing Impulse. Yep. Developed by Stardock. Good Although co- it good is entire good company. It is entirely possible that their best move with Impulse was to sell it to e, uh, to uh, GameStop because now their games are on Steam. Yeah, let's put it this way: there was there's there's a Steam holiday sale going on right now, and so there are achievements that you can do in games that they're selling for sale prices, most of which are actually owned because of uh, indie bundles. bundles. Yeah. Um, but Jurassic Park is on the list, which is a Telltale game, which Telltale sold through their own. Oh, God, I got to close down Steam because Team Fortress 2 is downloading. No, Andy, why did you open Steam? Downloads. You know that that's bad for your computer when we're recording. I need to pause. Pause the update. That's the other. That's one problem with Steam is things will just start, you know, downloading whenever. <laughs> updating. <laughs> updating whenever. It's like, I don't care what you're doing. I want to update. Which I'm glad that they will automatically update games for me, but at least warn me first. Yep, or let me control it. Yeah, rather than going, why is my internet suddenly slow? And realize, oh my god, I'm downloading... updating six games. (laughs) I'm downloading right now 315 megabytes of Team Fortress 2. Yeah. Well, okay then. There are 
on a daily basis, 4 million users on Steam. And there's so many different games on Steam now. You got everything from the Valve titles. You have a whole ton of indie games. Mm-hmm. You have uh, everything. EA is on Steam. Um, the Ubisoft is on Steam. If it's a computer game, chances are it's on Steam. They even if have Eve is on Steam. Yeah, if, if it's a game is not somehow connected to Steam... You can even actually add a button on there to... And connect the game on Steam. Yeah. It's fan. I mean, it's great. The The idea of the Steam Cloud, we've talked about Steam a whole bunch. I don't know that we really need to go into great detail here, but the the all, like online saving, that's great. It's yeah. brilliant. Now you can trade games and other things, as Dave and I have done, to in order to... Um... Yeah, well, you can't trade a game you've installed. We should point no. that out. Yeah. You have a gift inventory. Yes, which right now for me includes a lot of Half-Life games <laughs> and yeah, Portal. We might start awarding these to listeners. <laughs> we should do 2012, except... the year of contests. I've got Defense Grid, I have which is a good four game. four copies of Defense Grid. <laughs> And two copies of Dungeon Defenders. And a copy of something else. Magicka. I have two copies of Magicka. I have two copies of Half-Life 2 Episode 1. One copy of Episode 2. Episode... Two copies of Portal. What? Episode 3? What is this? What? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Major look. Don't do that to me. Oh, it's sad because it's so untrue. <laughs> Steam is terrified of the number three. Not Steam. I'm sorry. Valve is terrified of the number yeah. three. Uh, but Steam is, is very... It started off crappy. Yeah. And it started off as the Halo... Not Halo. Oof. Half-Life 2 multiplayer and Counter-Strike multiplayer. Now and, it's the Team Fortress 2 multiplayer. And it... Well, Team Fortress 2 is multiplayer. I know. Okay. But it, it kept growing and then it became their market and then it became huge. And now you... When people build computer games, they design it to work with Steam. Yeah, there are currently 3.2 million gamers online right now. As we record this. Yeah. So um, if... The if, night before Christmas Eve day. <laughs> So, if you're a PC gamer and you don't have Steam, which... How are you a PC gamer? <laughs> exactly. Unless all you do is play WoW. True. WoW is not on Steam. And StarCraft. Also true. And Diablo. Also true. I was they going to say have... Spore, but that is on Steam now, isn't it? Yes, since Brian just gave me Spore. Right. My wish list is just <laughs> dwindling underneath my... Uh, I had over... I'm down to 15 things now on my <laughs> wish list. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> We were going to get you something else, actually. Brian and I were going to kind of band together and get you something, and then Amazon sold out of it. Oh. And so we said, something... like, oh, crap. Well, then we'll just get him games. There's something on my wish list that has no name. What? The hell? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going through my wish list, and number 14 on my wish list right now is $2.50, <laughs> but it doesn't have a title. <laughs> it's just $2.50. <laughs> ah, Wonders of the Ancient World scenario pack for Civ Five. Okay. For some odd reason, it has no name. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that's Steam, in a nutshell. It's free. Yes. Sort of. There is also an RA podcast group on Steam. Yes, there is. Not so a if... particularly active group, but it's on there. Hey, If you somebody... ever want to play with Andy or I, just drop us a line. There are ten members of it, so rock on. Yeah. Go us. Yep. And, so... and then the, the other advantage of Steam is the Steam holiday sales, which yes. are... <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> Not only that, but there's also the daily sales. Yeah. So whenever the weekend this, sales. This was my reaction when I when Brendan 
IM'd me and said, Steam Holiday Sale, my immediate internal reaction was, oh, fuck. <laughs> it was not, oh, cool, it's a sale. It was, god damn it, I'm going to spend money. Oh, Dave, you need control. I have yet to spend any money, and somehow I'm getting gifts all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, generally during these, these events, there's a free little gimme. I wonder if you what do you got to up- do with your coal? I don't know. I only have three at the moment, so I, I, need, four. I need four more. Granted, i got to play Audio Surf. I wonder if you can set up Audio Surf so you only have red and white. What's the achievement? To get a candy cane of just red and white. Oh, dear Lord. That's going to take a while. Yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, random topic? Yes. Real quick, before we go? Yes. It's going to be a fast one. I can already tell. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. Let me point out that the random topic is the DH in baseball, pro or con. Dave went, what's that? Yeah. Like, I I don't know the acronym. I know what it is now because you you told me what the acronym was. It's the the designated hitter. Yes. Which is the one guy on the team that, like, you can sub in, right? No, no. So he's just on the list. The American League has the designated hitter. The National League does not. So half of Major League Baseball has to play by this rule, which okay. is this guy bats for you instead of having your pitcher bat for you. So you have a 12-man team. Yes. No. No, it's 9, 1, 2, 3, 4, ten man 5, team. 6, 7, 8, 9. Yeah, you have 10 instead of the normal I, I was thinking of football for a sec. <laughs> the 11th man? 12th yes. man? <laughs> so you have a 10-man team instead of a 9-man team. Yes. And the pitcher doesn't bat. Yes. The pitcher, the pitcher just pitches and the batter bats. So why is it the designated hitter and not the designated pitcher? Because the pitcher is the pitcher. But this well, guy... But maybe this is just the, the... I don't think of them as, as uh, defense. I think of these as my, my hitters. The entire team is hitters. They just play other parts too. Except for this one guy, he doesn't hit. He only pitches. Well, yeah, because he's the pitcher. Yes, so he's my need- designated pitcher. Okay, so then what do you call the guy who just hits? He's just a guy on the team. <laughs> so the guy on your team who just pitches is, is called the designated pitcher, but the guy who just hits on your team is not called the designated hitter? Right, because everyone hits. <laughs> Except the pitcher. He's the one who doesn't hit. He should be the designated non-hitter. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, uh, people are, you're more than welcome to submit more baseball random topics if you really want to. Let's just put the designated hitter as a mod of baseball. Are you pro (laughs) or con modding? Uh, I am pro modding on an independent circuit, but if you're going to play in, like, a, a tournament, then everyone needs to agree to the rules, and so mods are no. Which is kind of funny because when there's interleague play, which is happens a couple, I think it's only two weeks out of the baseball season, mm-hmm. um, the home team is the rules you have to play by. Is that true in the World Series as well? Yes. Okay. The home team for the World Series, that's how you... Uh, so then why... Which one doesn't have it? The American League? The National League does not. Okay, so why don't they? I, I don't know. That's been... Like, wouldn't it make sense then just... Even for those three weeks, or however long it is, that they have that ready? Like, oh, we get to play with an extra guy. Why not? Uh, it's it's the way it's been. Doesn't mean that's the way it should be. See, Windows was, was officially adopted in 1973. So, 30 years now, almost 40 years now of the designated hitter? Yep. I don't and know. It, it still doesn't make sense. It's Anyways, I well, think, Andy, it's time that we uh, wrap this up. <laughs> Because you don't want to talk any more baseball? Uh, no. Inside baseball. <laughs> Literally inside baseball. Uh, no. 
Okay, we're done. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. 